What makes the good life the good life? This podcast is on a mission to find out. Join us for the second season of exploring the best voices and stories the Heartland has to offer. Venture to all four corners of York County, because when it comes to quality of life, it's all about keeping it local. Brought to you by the York County Development Corporation, this is 17 County, Season 2. All right, our guest today is a York County native. She grew up in York, graduated from York, um, went to cosmetology school in Lincoln, but found her way back to York County uh, and now calls Bradshaw her home. Uh, she is ambassador for Bradshaw and all that she does with her work um, in her professional career and the time she spends after hours with the local community group here in town. Um, she is happy to be raising her family in a small town, even though that may not have always been the plan, um, but she's very happy with the way things have turned out. So I welcome Steph, po- Met- Steph Metzger to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, talk to me a little bit about, um, you know, growing up here in, in growing up in York and then kind of what was your plan after school and then how did things kind of change after you got into what you thought was going to be your lifelong profession? Yes. So going to cosmetology school straight out of high school, it was just a dream. I loved doing hair. I still love doing hair and everything. And My plan was come back in York. All my family, for the most part, has remained in York, so I wanted to stay there. I never really left. I stayed at home during college, so I never really experienced the leaving the house from my dad. But just coming back, it was so nice, and all the salons in York, there's multiple different options. And, you know, I always thought it would be my lifelong plan to stay in cosmetology, but then... I had kids. And that changes things. It does. Yeah. It, kids change everything, honestly. And it came down to insurance coverage and just the money in general. Kids are very expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're sick a lot so more often than they, yeah. They are. <laughs> and insurance coverage was it was a big Important. key yeah. to me switching things up a little bit. But mm-hmm. you know, I still I still love hair. I still keep my license because. Every month I make that student loan payment, so yep. <laughs> you might as well keep it. Yes, yes, as I, an option. Yeah, I, I pay very well to keep that license, so I'm going to keep it. But it's still there. You know, I went, I did the education, and I'm happy I did. I don't. It's always happy it. to say that you were able to do it. I mean, yes, it'd be exactly. one of those things where you would have kicked yourself if you oh, never yeah. would have been able to do For it. For sure, and you know, it's still a, it's still a love. Honestly, I, I don't think that's ever changed mm-hmm. at all. You know, and. Honestly, now being able to cut my own kids' hair right in my house and not have to make hair appointments is super nice. Way more convenient. <laughs> it I is. Bet, I bet. And way cheaper. <laughs> and so after your uh, time, then you transitioned to the radio, right? Or was there something, there was probably um, some gigs in between there? There was. I was a debt collector for a while in Lincoln. Um, that's an interesting job. It's tough, honestly. Yeah. I mean, you have to have a very solid backbone to do that position. Those, call, those calls are not yes, easy. they're not. And I, it's really weird, but I loved that job. I really did. It was strange. <laughs> but just the, again, driving back and forth to Lincoln and having no. kids, it really cuts down I mean it was too hard you know and the hours got to be a lot so I just I knew I needed to be back here as local as possible yeah I did and is that how you ended up at the radio station then yes I was I worked at Walgreens for a little while in between and then I one day just heard an ad on the radio (laughs) as it seems 
um, that they were hiring a receptionist out at the radio station, and I was like, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, that's. I it. think I think I'm gonna give that a shot, and I did. <laughs> Who was out there at the time? Because uh, I know they've kind of um, changed leadership a little bit. So I was actually hired by Brad. Um, Brad. He was Brad Leggett. Okay. Yes, he was an amazing boss. Honestly, he was so much fun to work for, and he. He just loved radio, so he was always taking things to the next level, and I learned so much in general from him because he's he's been in radio for many many years, so his wealth of knowledge was huge. So I learned so much from him just in that time being there that I'd never worked in radio. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about radio, and Brad was the kind of manager that he wanted to make sure that. You knew every aspect of it. Whether it was your job or not, mm-hmm. <laughs> you were going to know it. So I was very thankful for it, honestly. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, what were some of your favorite parts, I guess, of working out at the radio station? I honestly, I think my favorite part was I got to go to a lot of concerts. Yeah, you probably had the access, I yes, guess. Yeah. Yes, you had a lot of access. Um, but just getting to stand on the stage and introduce bands was amazing it i don't know it just gives you that certain feeling in your stomach it was just the coolest thing all ever. that energy yeah it does and just to be able to say that i got that opportunity in life um is amazing because you were did you do just the reception work or were you like dealing no. with some sales at some point no, i i never did this no i can't say that i did do some sales <laughs> <laughs> um i think i did just about every aspect in the radio station honestly um, I did all of the secretarial duties. Um, I programmed all the daily commercials. Um, I changed out the commercials. I have ran boards out there, which is the person that sits in the station while they're live on location, and they put them on air. Um, I've done that part. That's I've a big deal. Done sales, you know. <laughs> so I did. I honestly think I did just about every aspect out there when I was there at one point in time so really yeah, it was really taught you a lot out there I mean did, I mean being able did. to have to wear many hats and yes, all that and kind of stuff don't know what goes into a radio station or how what are some of those misconceptions I guess what, what's something that maybe shocked you or um, that, that maybe you didn't realize or I was one that always thought that there was somebody in that station 24 7 yeah and that's not the case not no, the case it's, it's a lot of behind the scenes programming well automated yes yeah, just set it up and let yep. it let yep. it go. <laughs> and each commercial, it was like a little, it was a puzzle. You had to manually, for the most part, everything would like auto fill in for the day. But then I would have to go through everything before officially scheduling it and make sure that there wasn't two restaurants next to each other for commercials. And then you'd have to move everything around and make it all fit just perfectly. And it was interesting. Yeah. Very interesting, and but it was fun. A lot of computer work that, I mean, oh, yeah. oh, that's on the computer Tons now. Tons of computer work, completely different systems than just a normal Microsoft Excel yeah. that you would run. So <laughs> it's it's different, but it's it was a lot of fun and just all the different aspects of it to make it all come together. How many people worked at the radio station at all? Was there when about I seven of you? There, or is that too many? I think we had in-house that was there every single day. Sales people aren't usually in the station. They're always out. Yeah. Yes, I think they're, they're generally yeah. out all the time. 
And so there was five, six full time okay. in the station. I was yeah, I was gonna imagine almost double that. I mean yeah, but I guess no, it's, it's very small, <laughs> but it was nice. It was a lot of fun. No, oh, yeah, for sure, for and sure. It was different. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um so now as a city clerk for the last two years, um, I guess uh, talk a little bit how you transitioned from radio to this position. Um, so we moved to Bradshaw about six months before I even got the job. And I just decided that I was ready for a change. I was, the radio station was a lot of fun, but it was a lot of late night hours, a lot of weekends well, and evenings, stuff. Yep. Yes, and with kids, it it got to be a lot. So. This job was less hours, and I just decided, you know what, I, I think I'm going to give it a shot. It's it's not anything I've ever done before. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, you're an expert at wearing many hats, yeah. and that's one of the things of a, I, of a clerk. I Yes, that's, you have to be able to wear many hats. Um, and being a clerk is not what a person would imagine it would be. Honestly, there's so many different aspects in the daily life of a clerk. And a lot of it, I never even knew. And then I started and it was, it was an awakening. That's for <laughs> sure, because I never knew what it was like. I just always, I was one of the people that thought, oh, they just do the billing down there and that's- They just pay the water. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, I just, I just <laughs> pay my up, water bill there and I move bills. on with my yeah. life for another month. And no, that's, not the case at all. <laughs> totally different. I mean, every day is something. Yeah, go into a little new. bit. Tell me a little bit more, like, um, you know, what it is that a clerk does. You know? Um, so in I know my a lot of people position, don't know. I'm the clerk and the treasurer. Um, some villages have separate people that do those duties. In the smaller villages, it's generally just one person. Mm-hmm. So I do all of the billing. I do all of the deposits. I do all of the monthly financial statements. I have to reconcile all the bank accounts and all of that fun stuff. Um, if someone is mad, <laughs> you get to deal with customer I get service. To, I yeah. get to deal with that. So it's a little bit of everything. Um, I'm thankful, honestly, the lady who trained me when I first started, uh, is it, she was amazing. And she still is to this day. I could have a question and I can call her and it doesn't matter what time of day it is, she answers it. And if she doesn't have an answer for it, she knows where to tell me to go get it. So, and she's just a retired lady from Stromsburg and she just loved coming down here and helping. Sweetest lady ever, honestly. And I have gained so much knowledge just from the many groups that I'm in for my clerk job now. Um, I'm part of the Southern Seven Clerks Association, and that is seven different counties right in our area, and we meet four times a year. Um, We go to what's called clerk school every year. That's coming up in a couple couple weeks. We go middle of March. We spend an entire week together, most of the clerks across Nebraska. You learn a lot. Um, It's very exhausting. (laughs) I didn't realize how exhausting it would be until after my first year, but it was worth it. And I think just the camaraderie of all of the clerks in the area is worth a million dollars because 
I don't know everything. I'm still learning and I've been here for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, I could get asked a question and I've never had to deal with it, but the clerk in Henderson has. So being able to have that network of clerks that we can reach out to each other and help each other out is so helpful on so many levels. And so it's nice. It's, it's a lot of work and it can be very stressful at times, but it can also be the most rewarding work that I think I have done this far. What are some other duties? I know you're in charge of like uh, council meetings and... Yep, um... I do. I have to be at all the council meetings. I have to do, I have to hang the notices. I have to get the board member packets ready with the treasurer's reports and everything else. And those have to be out by a certain day before board meeting. Um, I have to be in the meeting I don't think I've missed a meeting yet. No. Good track record. I've, I've not missed a meeting yet. Um, I have to be at every meeting because I have to do the minutes. Okay. So I have to take all the notes. I have to know who votes what. And then after the meeting, I have so many days to get my meetings hung, so many days to get them to the newspaper and get them published. Published, yep. And it's a lot. And then if we do like resolutions or ordinances and everything those have to go to the newspaper those have to get hung around town and you're like month i'm just imagining your calendar of like all right i need to do this on this yes. tuesday and this on that there but it repeats like my every calendar month. is scary like it's almost it's, a groundhog day probably it, like yeah. when you like hit those it's like oh time to do this again it really is like i month Where to the... month when my month ends i tear off the current month's calendar and then it's just like refilling in everything you Mm -hmm. know i have to do late notices i have to have billing done here the first friday i have to have this done and i have to have this this done by the 15th this meeting and this meeting and this meeting so yeah it's it's all about i would say my calendar is my life Mm -hmm. in this job because it truly tells me where i need to be and when i don't think if if I didn't have my calendar, I don't think I would make it. Yeah, organization sounds like a huge part it of this. Really, Just like really time management. A lot of paperwork. Um, I do, we have a monthly newsletter that goes out. So I handle all of that. Um, I do all of our website stuff for the Brad. For Bradshaw the has a website? Bradshaw has a website now. <laughs> it's bradshawne.com. So, awesome. And I just had to completely redo it. So... That's exciting. That's a fun yeah. ta- What needed to be changed about it? Um, we switched hosting companies. Okay. And the current website couldn't merge with the new hosting company because they changed platforms. <laughs> so I had to start from scratch. Of course, nothing's as easy as no. you hope it to be. Um, and I'm not a website designer. Nope, nope. So it's... <laughs> been a learning curve, yeah. It was It was a definite learning curve. It, it was different, but... I'm always willing to give it a shot. Right. So. No, that's something that, yeah, I mean, many hats <laughs> yes, once again. Yes. Yeah. I have many, many hats. Some put days your... I don't know how I do it. but <laughs> Put on your website design hat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Everything gets done at the end of the day somehow. I'm not sure how, but somehow it all gets done. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, what have been some of the, I guess, kind of misconceptions that you've thought of um, working, you know, as a clerk? You know, I think the biggest one that a lot of people don't understand is I don't just sit in my office all day (laughs) and twiddle my thumbs. Um, I'm on the go a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Just different errands. We do all of our nuisance 
properties and I handle all of that now. Mm -hmm. so, so you're out in the community. I am, yeah. I'm out within the village all the time, um, taking pictures and everything. And I think a lot of people think that because the letter is coming from me that I'm a bad guy. <laughs> And I'm really not, you know. <laughs> You're just um, doing what, yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm held to the same standard. Mm -hmm. um, I have a lot of people who assume that because I work here, we don't have an electric bill and everything else. And unfortunately, I still have to pay mine. Still um, got to pay water, still yeah, got to pay sewer. I still got to pay all of that. Yeah. So I think, I think the common misconception is that I do this job to be mean, um, and I don't. I I love the village I live in. Um, I take pride in it. I may not have grown up here, but I'm raising my family here. So I want the best life in this village for not just my family, but for all the families that live here. So, because these, these are the people that are gonna keep this village going when we're gone. So I think just teaching all of them that this stuff is important now, I think, really means the world. Yeah, I think, it, you know, this position is, you know, one that um, you don't get too many pats on the backs from people in the community, unfortunately, no. as much as no. maybe you want, deserve or need or whatever word you want to throw in there. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a, a thankless job sometimes where, you know, you're, you, you're dealt as, you're viewed as the bad guy because you're just doing yes. what you need to do within your yes. job and so and I will say you know I have probably one of the best board of trustees standing behind me oh yeah um, I I can't say enough how thankful I am that our board truly cares about the community as mm -hmm. a whole and being on the board to them isn't just a one day a month thing mm -hmm. you know they're they're out in the community a lot, and they care about what it looks like. They care about what people are doing, um, and they do a very good job at just the little things of after a board meeting saying, hey, thank you. Mm -hmm. And so it's the little things like that that well, I good. can go home and be like, this is why I do it. Mm -hmm. Like It's not for the thank you. It's, it's knowing that it is noticed, mm -hmm. the work that I'm doing. So. Yeah. Well, it's great that, yeah, you have that support and that, you know, you're wanting to just make Bradshaw the best Bradshaw it can yes, be. which that is, is that's my goal. Yeah. And so speaking of making Bradshaw the best Bradshaw it can be, talk to me a little bit about this marketing hometown America group that, you know, Bradshaw kind of has. Yeah. So I will be the first to admit I did not know that we had a marketing hometown America group until I started this job. Mm -hmm. um, and once I started and I came to the first meeting, I knew it was something that I wanted to be involved in. Um, even just the small things that they do, they truly make a difference. Um, right now they are working on getting new signs in town, which... The welcome signs, yes, right, on yep, the edge of yep, the town? Yep, we're looking at getting new welcome signs in town. It's been a project for a while. They are actually the ones that, and this was predated me, um, they were working on the website, and this group is what got the website up and going. Mm -hmm. So the little things like that, and a lot of people don't realize that it's fully volunteers that run this group and are behind doing all of this stuff. They've painted slides, 
Um, they've painted basketball courts. Um, just They do the welcome baskets, right? Yes, they yep. do. As new residents move into town, um, they have a group that will take a welcome basket to their house and it's just full of information and they stick some little goodies in there. I'm, my kids were excited because there was Oreos in there when we moved to town. <laughs> so um, it's That's just, something really cool. It's so yeah. nice that, and I understand moving is stressful. Mm -hmm. So when they knocked on our door, I was like, oh no, who is he? <laughs> oh no, my house is a disaster. Yeah. Yes, please yeah. don't look at my house at the moment. <laughs> um, and then they hand us this big basket and it, it just gives you this warm fuzzy feeling inside to know that these people really do care that I'm here mm -hmm. you know and it's the little things in life that I think just makes that person feel like okay this is where I'm meant to be so it's nice I think it it hits different and even I mean it hits in York when people move to town and they're new to the community and they start to get involved in the community yes and you don't realize how important it is, you know, when someone chooses your community and they want to live there. You don't. Yes. I mean, as a clerk, you realize it on the other side with the, the property taxes, money that oh, come yeah, in, yeah. and then well, all that money. <laughs> but even the good things, like you get, all, you get these great volunteers that have these new ideas. You get these yes. people that have a new energy for the community, and um, you just when you move to town, you, you maybe don't realize, you know, how, how valued you are um, okay. until you've been here a couple of years and then when, you, yes. when someone else moves to town and you're long longer the new person in town. I know. And so like... It, it gives you a different meaning to life when you're no longer the new person in town. Right. And it's helpful. And, you know, the Marketing Hometown America group is always looking for new volunteers. We always want fresh new mm -hmm. ideas because sometimes... And... I'm guilty of it too. After I've looked at something so many times in a row, I kind of hit my ceiling and I don't know. Let's just where keep to doing the next. event. Let's instead yes. of improving it, let's so just keep doing just it. Just having this new person come in and say, What about this? Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's just nice. And to get everyone involved and let them know that hey there there is a place in this community for you um and there there's so many different groups within the marketing hometown america group we've got the activities group they handle the Hello children's halloween party they do the saturday open gym days um there's the welcome committee there's a the there's a lot yeah there's a lot one. more yeah. to it that i can't think of off the top of my head but always having new volunteers i think is is great I think it's a good way to get to know people in town um, I mean I had a new resident that last year at Bradshaw days I needed someone on my mud volleyball team I didn't know this person they didn't know me but I asked him if they wanted to play and he's now involved in the marketing hometown America group and a couple other committees in town so it's just it's the little helping hand there that you reach out and that person really just wants to get involved and I mm -hmm. think it helps everyone not just yourself I think it, it's getting to know different people in town and know that you have a place here and you're wanted mm -hmm. here so it's interesting it. people our age once we're asked to do something and be involved with something, how much we really enjoy I it know. you know we I know. we're scared to get in you know we you know because 
you know, growing up in these communities, these, we've always viewed these people as the elders and the, 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 the gatekeepers and everything yes. like that. And you just, you, you don't want to step on any toes, but at the same time, you want to provide your input. And so you want to get asked. Exactly. But once you're asked into that group, it's crazy how much we want to be involved. Yes. I mean, that I've seen, you know, just with the Young Professionals group in York, you know, I've seen them start to get involved with more different things. And it's yeah it's fascinating how much we want to be involved and so um, if there's anything that some people can learn it's just if there's someone that you want to be involved with something ask them yes because we want to be involved but we may be just a little bit too shy to ask oh yeah and you know i like i said i was guilty of it too when i first moved here i didn't know this stuff existed because i i didn't go out and ask mm -hmm. so once i started and i started getting involved in these different groups it takes things to a different level i I think after doing that, it made me realize how much goes on behind the scenes in Bradshaw that I don't think a lot of people know. Mm -hmm. So it made a difference for sure. Definitely. Um, so transition a little bit about um, away from the marketing hometown. Um, you have a family, like you said, you're raising here. Yes. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the husband and the, and the family. And everyone. Yes, so my husband, Sean, and I, we have four kids. Um, they all are part of York schools. Mm -hmm. They were there when we lived in York, so they decided to stay with that school district when we moved here. And my husband works for Clutie Steel outside of town on okay. the highway here. He's been there for a little over four years. He was one of the reasons we actually moved to Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Mm -hmm. Yes, he was He was driving back and forth and the house came available in Bradshaw and we just decided we would give it a shot. So um, Clutie's has been amazing to my husband. They're a great company to work for and he loves it there. I love that he works there. Um, they're all very nice to all of us in the family. So. He loves it. And the kids, absolutely. They were a little nervous about moving out of York at first. Um, I think now that they're here, they really enjoy the fact that where we live in town, I always call it the kids' side of town because we have a plethora of children <laughs> in our neighborhood. Um, so it's just nice that they can get off the bus and they can go run and play. And I know where they're at. Um, generally because they're in my yard, um, which is fine. That's fine. Um, so just the ability to be able to jump on their bikes and say, hey, I'm going to go over to my friend's house and they can ride their bike and then they know, hey, six o'clock is dinner time. I got to go home. Mm -hmm. They generally bring their friends home for dinner too. But <laughs> Looks like we're having extra plates. <laughs> yes, that's okay. That's okay. Um, and it's just, it's so nice that they can go kind of run and play and i know that it's safe mm -hmm. and there's no question about it and they love that so outside of um the safety what are some other benefits that you would say for bradshaw mm, i like the fact that it's really small um so there's no issue with that i love the fact that i work just a couple of blocks from home yeah and i think just the community as a whole is a nice thing so what are some of the, you mentioned the safety of the community. What are some other benefits of Bradshaw that you kind of want to talk about? Um, I like the fact that everybody is so friendly. Um, almost everyone owns a golf cart. 
We don't. That's a goal. Because um, <laughs> you it, allow golf courts to just drive yes, around yes. in town. It's like the big thing. When everybody gets off work, they get on their golf cart and they go drive around and they pull in your driveway and you talk and then they go to the next driveway. Um, everybody just shuffles so around town talking do, to each other. Honestly, so I just think the friendliness of the community is amazing, you know? Um, and I like to think back. I'd say it was a couple months ago. I had one of my neighbor ladies. We were out of town. And she messaged me and said, hey, there's someone walking around your house. Do you know this person? Because they didn't knock on your door. <laughs> and I had known that some, like, an insurance person was coming to look at our oh. house. So I knew it was coming. <laughs> but I think it's just the little things like that. Because everybody's kind of looking out for everybody. Mm-hmm. So it just makes me feel so good. And I feel like, I feel like we should have been here a long time ago. Because... Everybody truly does care about everybody. So I think that makes me feel safer. Um, knowing that people are looking out for me, even if I'm not there, people are looking out for me. Um, we have a lot of good volunteer base in Bradshaw for just different events. I can put out a note in the Bradshaw beat saying, hey, I need cookies for this event. And within three days, I have 10 people in my office saying, I'll bring two dozen cookies and I'll bring two dozen cookies. And that's amazing because I don't like baking cookies. So just having such a tight knit community, it's very rare to come across. And I truly feel like we are that we're there and there's always room for growth. But I think, I think we've got it pretty good here did you think it would be any any different moving here like what were some of your thoughts about moving here originally and Um, then how has it kind of been better than expected or how has it been kind of as you expected so I was a little nervous because we don't have a grocery store Mm -hmm. Um, I am very well known for I always forget something (laughs) it never fails Um, so I was a little nervous about that Um, I was nervous at the fact that I thought there would be absolutely nothing to do in town. I thought the kids were going to be bored. Um, So I was very leery about that. And then once we moved here, I was just blown away. Um, There's always kids at the park to play with. Always. There's always kids out riding their bikes. I mean, we go on walks just to be able to go on a walk at night. Mm -hmm. And we walk a block away and your neighbor's like, oh, hey, you know. Um, so I was very, very nervous moving here, but it has definitely well exceeded my expectations and what I thought it would be. Um, and my kids still go to school and daycare in York. So whenever I do forget milk, I just get it when I go to town and get my daughter from daycare. Um, but I have in the past, um, Bradshaw's very good about if you don't have something in your fridge, you know, your neighbor does. Mm -hmm. And most anyone that I've ever ran to has been more than willing to loan you milk or ketchup Just or sugar. Give you a little so, jar yes, of milk and Yes, here and then you, go. you take the jar back and you move on. <laughs> yep. um, um, and we have a couple ladies. I have a lady right there in my neighborhood who loves to bake. Um, so almost every holiday we have baked goods delivered to our house. And they are more than amazing. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's... 
it's definitely exceeded everything I thought it would. So that's nice. That's yeah, that, that's <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we love about these small communities. Yeah, is how tight knit everyone really does. Yes, become. it's a second family almost oh, just yes. with your community members. And even if you don't know them, they're gonna give you their shirt off their back. Mm-hmm. So it is. It's very nice. It's it's glad. I'm glad to know that it's like that here. So you mentioned the the grocery store not having that. What were some other things that you were kind of maybe um, leery of, but then you've been able to compensate? You've been able to make it work. Um, um, was was there anything else, or was that kind of the, the not, biggest fear? Not really. I think that was my biggest fear is was the grocery store part. Um, and then I was worried about what if we don't like it? What do we do? We get I here mean, and then, do, yeah. Do we uproot the kids again and do we move them back to York, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I would say we talked about moving here for a good month before we actually did it. Mm-hmm. Because I was so on the wire of, do we, how is this going to affect the kids? Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't just a decision that my husband and I could make and expect the kids to be okay with. Yeah. Um, we had, at the time, a 14-year-old. So... Getting close. In He's essence, in high school. we were yeah. kind of uprooting him away from all of his friends, and so I was I was very worried about what he would think. And he had his reservations at first, no, no. Um, but ultimately we <laughs> we told him we're like, well, you're 14 and you go to school in New York, so you could now get you your start. school permit and drive to <laughs> York. And so he was like, oh, okay, I can drive sooner. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, let's do this. I'm 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 game for that. So. Um, I was I was a little reserved on that part, but yeah. mm-hmm. honestly, I think once we moved here and just how well the kids settled in, um, it made me feel a lot better real quick about it. So that kind of went away pretty fast. Is there any other final thoughts that you have um, that you want to share either about uh, Marketing Hometown or career or anything going on in the community? I just think um, I'm very grateful that I've gotten the opportunity that I have to become the clerk. Um, I'm extremely grateful for all the opportunities that it has opened for me, the knowledge base that I've gained from it. Um, And I truly can say that I I would like to retire where I'm at. I'm very happy where I am. My kids are very happy. I have I have it very good here. So I'm I'm glad to be here and I'm glad that I've gotten this opportunity. So Perfect. I'm I'm very content right now. Perfect. That's good. <laughs> All right, so we'll jump into a rapid fire here. Okay. Um favorite restaurant uh, or like bar that you have in oh, the county. Oh, oh man, in the county. <laughs> La Cocina. Yeah, that's the yes. restaurant. Yeah, I love Mexican. The go-to. Yes, it. It's my kids call it the chip place. I was gonna so, say, <laughs> is yeah, the they, whole family a fan then? Yeah, yeah. My kids don't don't eat any food except the chips. Okay. So maybe a hamburger. Do yeah. they get the hamburger on the back? Yeah, you you get a hamburger um, <laughs> and split it between a couple of the kids, and but by the time it comes, they're like, oh, folks, I ate so many chips. So <laughs> three things of chips. Yeah, sitting literally. At the table. I, I'm sure they see my kids coming and they're like oh great quick get the chips yeah really (laughs) um favorite meal is that at la cocina or do you have somewhere else that you like to go for like a like is there a certain place that serves like a i'm a big spaghetti eater okay i love spaghetti it's 
it's my go-to. There you go. So you home cook then? <laughs> yes. Yes. One. I I home cook spaghetti very well. The kids love it. I don't. <laughs> I'm the I'm. Do the, you have like a secret sauce recipe that, or something? You know, or just whatever no, out of the can. No, I <laughs> I generally buy three different flavors in the can and then I just add different stuff to it at home. I truly couldn't tell you what it is because <laughs> I don't I like know. it. And it's probably never the same. So that's awesome. I'm doing something right because my son told me this morning that he loves my food. So that's a good compliment. We'll see. There you go. That's it. He gets a gold star for the day. Yes. He's the favorite child of the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite event that happens in York County? Is there like uh, the Sip and Stroll or um, York Fest or any of the community events? I would have to say Bradshaw Days. Um, and not just because I'm a part of it now. Um, seeing everything come together and seeing the fact that a community our size can still hold an event like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Was it three days? It is three days long. Um, it's in the planning process now, and it's a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I never knew what it took to plan an event, and now that I am part of it, it's it's a lot. But I think it's just nice that a community our size can still have something like that, and to see everybody migrate back to it. Um, we have people that were raised here and have moved away and they still come back for Bradshaw days. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see that. I think those community festivals are an important part of these small towns and their identity and yes. being able to still, like you said, still be able to put on an event even though it's a town of X hundred dollars. How many people? Four, 450? 273. 273. So 270 people within the township are able to put on a three-day-long event with a band and so many other, like, feeds and watermelon feeds and hamburger feeds, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, it's incredible that communities are still be able to do that. And so, yeah, it's it's important to keep those things going. Yes. Is there a favorite memory within York County that you kind of have? Um, whether that was growing up or within your professional Mm. career or I would probably say bowling throughout my middle and high school years okay Um, I truly miss it I (laughs) always tell myself that I'm gonna go back to it someday Tuesdays in yes I know know. (laughs) life has just been so crazy busy Um, but I truly do miss it and I find myself often think back to all the tournaments, all mm-hmm. the traveling. Um, I still follow a lot of the old teammates on Facebook. And so just seeing kind of where they've went with their lives and everything, it's like, you know, it would be so fun just to get everybody together just for one day. <laughs> and I, I don't know, do just like a annual bowling tournament or something. It just... It's probably my favorite part that I miss. I, I really do miss it, but it was so much fun growing up and doing. Yeah. Um, youth bowling in the area is something that has been great. Um, with McCool supporting a high school program and the York uh, Public Schools supporting a program, um, even though it's not an NSAA-approved yeah. sport, um, for the schools to be able to still recognize those students and recognize them for the hard work that they put in. Oh yeah. Um, I think that's yeah, that's 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 sure. great. Um, it's it's changed and evolved so much just since my time mm-hmm. that I've been in high school. So 
just to see that it is still going and it's still a thing it's nice i i have high hopes that it'll still be here when my kids get that age and maybe just maybe one of them will take after mom and be a bowler so no we'll yeah. see we'll have to <laughs> we'll get them up there on wednesday yes. nights yeah get them bowling in the youth league and then yeah um so this last question if you could have dinner with any three people in history who would those three people be oh man three people <laughs> in history honestly I love watching cooking shows. It is my thing. So I think if just because I would want to have dinner with Anne Burrell and Alton Brown okay. from the Food Network, <laughs> just because I watch their shows and Bobby Flay, they're just I just think it would be so much fun. Just that would just, be three great people dinner. to yes, just you would have dinner. the best dinner. I think I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> they'd probably ask me to cook it, and then they'd probably be like, "You're never coming on my show." But that's funny. it. Would be worth it. Yeah, that would be perfect. I didn't know. Yeah, that would. That's that's perfect. Well, thank you for taking time uh, yes. this afternoon uh, for sitting down with me, um, sharing your thoughts on um, you know living in Bradshaw, working in Bradshaw. Um, and how you've kind of you know ended up landing here in Bradshaw um, by a twist and turns of everything. But you're doing a great part in making sure that Bradshaw uh, has a continuing legacy and that's, that's very important. And so we're very thankful for that. And so thanks for everything you do and um, thanks for taking the time. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. This is 17 County, a new podcast brought to you by the York County Development Corporation in Nebraska. For more information about life and opportunity in the heartland, visit yorkdevco.com. Come grow with us. And if you liked this episode, be sure to rate and review 17 County on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen.